Hello, guys. Welcome to a brand new podcast, a brand new episode on Feel the Cup Podcast. And I'm so excited you guys join me for another Friday with the empty cup ready for me to fill it up on this beautiful Friday evening. And I have such a special treat for you guys today on this Friday. I actually have my second guest ever on Feel the Cup podcast. It's such a treat. I just met her. So I really just want to tell you guys a little about her. Her name is Lakeisha Woodard. She's a co-founder of A Sister's Truth all the way in Houston, Texas. So she founded the company with her little sister, and they actually help women to discover, define, and live their truth. So Lakeisha, I'm so glad you're with me on the show today. Thank you so much, for Kendra, for having me. Thank you so much. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. I'm so excited for you to be here. So we're going to jump right into discussion. I don't want to give a long intro because I definitely want to get put more of that energy into the discussion. Okay. So um, definitely um, piggybacking on this whole series that we, we've been on because this is actually the finale of the Gold Digging series. So I definitely feel like we've gotten some good feedback and um, – Hopefully, a lot of viewers really walk away with something. I mean, you're a life coach, so I know that you're able to help listeners out there. So the today's topic pretty much talks about procrastination, a dream killer. Now, it may sound pretty harsh when you say a dream killer, but I think you just have to analyze like how many things does procrastination really, you know, extinguish out of your life? How many things does it eliminate? How many things does it does it stop you or uh, from really producing and getting the goals that you want to achieve? And mm-hmm. I'm not really talking about this topic as if I'm an expert at, you know, you know, kind of getting away from the scratch. And I'm talking about this because I'm still struggling with it today. You know, so I think that when you still struggle with something and you're honest and humble about it, it allows you to even help somebody together so I agree or being an expert on it I'm saying hey I'm still struggling with it let's talk about it and let's come up with a solution together so I mean for you personally Lakeisha like what do you feel like you obviously can relate to procrastination and um when we get more into the topic today what do you think um that you know how do you think people should really be able to analyze how procrastination affects their dreams? Well, first off, I think that we should start with the reason why procrastination happens. And I think there are two reasons why procrastination happens. And that first reason is that the person is probably fearful of moving forward. Okay, because when you move forward, it requires change and change puts you outside of your comfort zone. And let's face it, some people despise change. Change is scary, you know, but you have to realize that in order for growth to happen, change has to happen. And if you want to be better, do better and achieve more, then you have to do something different than what it is you're doing right now. And the second main reason why procrastination tends to sit in is because the person's heart is probably really just not into it, you know, because if a, if a person lacks the desire to do something, then he or she needs to reevaluate the goal. And by going back to their why, you know, why did you, did they put this particular goal in place? Because your why serves as a reminder, you know, that helps you to get back on track when life happens. Because, you know, when life happens, we tend to fall off track and we just forget. Right. You know? 
And these reasons alone would keep anybody stagnant, you know, but for me personally, when I set a goal that's outside of my comfort zone, what Mm -hmm. I do is I immediately address and acknowledge the fears that Mm -hmm. pertains to that particular goal. Mm -hmm. And then I remind myself of a promise that I made to myself a long, long time ago, and that was to never look back on an opportunity and say, what if? What if I only dot, dot, dot? Right. And so reminding myself of that promise really helps me to stay on track and move past the the procrastination. That's good. You said a mouthful. Thank you so much. <laughs> I think that honestly, when well, a lot of things that you said has stood out to me, it's just a change factor. Because mm-hmm. I think that when you push yourself to those limits and when you, you know, put more stuff on your plate, because obviously the more you get into your dreams, the more there's going to be more hobbies, there's going to be more, you know, people you're going to meet, there's going to be more mm-hmm. things that you never were doing before that's going to push mm-hmm your limits to how bad do you really want to achieve this thing that you claim that you desire. So it's going to, it's going to really question your desire. So when you bring up the issue of change, it's just change. can be intimidating. It really Mm. can kind of cause you to, like you said, carry that fear and just really not know if you're able to handle what it is that you're actually believing God for or praying for trusting yourself to actually um, achieve. Cause I know for me with procrastination, it's just that it's that attention issue. Like you said, you may not even really be a hundred percent interested. Like you may think you are. So mm-hmm. I think it's also our attention. Our attention brings us so many different places. And then we have to analyze like what's really getting our attention. Like what are we mm-hmm. really so focused on and mm-hmm. are we, are we focused on our dreams enough that they they are worth more than our distractions? Pretty Absolutely. Much. I mean, Absolutely. can you agree with that? Oh yes, I I agree with with all of that. And and another thing too is is that with with fear, you know, fear comes with change. But we need to change our mindset behind fear and use fear as a tool because the bigger the fear, the bigger the reward. You know, at the end because. You know, at the end of the day, I don't know anybody who's ever regretted taking action. Usually after you yeah. move in this fear and you take that action, you feel good about yourself. Because the more action you take, the more your confidence grows. You know, and when your confidence grows, then that also will eliminate the, um, you know, the amount of time that you waste with procrastinating. Right. But also another thing that just came to my mind is the results that you get. I think it really, it makes you, when you see the results from your labor and when you see things actually going better than they were when you were procrastinating Mm -hmm. all the time, Mm -hmm. I think it really would just help you to realize that obviously there's a difference. My way never worked before. Mm -hmm. So if I actually change something up again, then change actually is not that bad. And if Mm -hmm. change is allowing me to make a little bit more money, if it's taking me out of this lazy state, because that's obviously the biggest issue with procrastination is that it creates a lazy person out of you, a person that you never really want to become, a person that you never really want to even raise kids with that attitude. You don't want to raise kids with that level of procrastination on you. So I think that we all have different levels of procrastination that we go through in each stage of life. But I think you have to understand with each stage, you know, you're going to need an extra level of, of tenacity, of desire, 
of wanting to allow yourself to be open to change. You know, so I think it's just, um, it's exciting when you see those results because the results is what's going to push you to say, no, I can't go back to how I was. I remember when we were talking the other day, you were saying, you know, how whatever you did in 2016, you can't do it this year. And that spoke volumes to me because it's like, Mm -hmm. hey, whatever procrastination or issues I was having in 2016 with my goals, look, I'm doing everything different. I'm doing everything opposite. And that's a hard Mm -hmm. thing to say because Mm -hmm. there's so many things that we do on a day-to-day basis that are so unhealthy. And if we literally did opposite to just about half of those things, just imagine how much many more things we would accomplish. Imagine how less we would complain because things are actually getting done versus us just talking about it and not really putting any action behind it. So you have your own business with your sister about the sister's truth and you guys are doing life coaching. So Mm -hmm. I definitely want to ask you, like, it's obviously with trying to get that business off the ground and really launch it. You said you launched it late last year. You know, how, how much do you feel like procrastination kind of halted it a little bit when it comes to it maybe launching sooner than maybe you want? You probably wanted to launch sooner. Was, was that the case with your business? Um, as far as uh, with with my business, the procrastination didn't come with the with the launching. It came with really taking the time to figure out what it is I wanted to do. The focus, so, okay, gotcha. yeah, and getting and getting focused on that on on what it is, right? As far as my purpose, what my calling is in life, you know. Because once I started, you know, my business, I really wanted to have a business that was going to be of service, motivating women, and empowering women, you know. And so once I understood what my purpose is, then it was just a matter of you know putting the right steps together. Um, in order to have a successful a successful launch, but let me just say, last year, you know, procrastination was set in when it came to like networking and reaching oh, out yeah. and you know asking people to be to become clients. You know, that's where the procrastination came in, not necessarily with the launch. So that's the reason why in our previous conversation, I said I was telling you that for 2017, it was all about doing things differently. You know, mm-hmm. so. Whatever I did in 2016, when I saw myself doing it in 2017, I took a moment, I stepped back, and I said, okay, mm-hmm. the 2016 Keisha would do what? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I would do the opposite right. of that. And, you know, right. I have really saw some really um, just amazing doors opening up just by right. like we Like I just said, results, right? Yeah. You see the results yeah. of your labor. You see how literally Absolutely. doing one thing opposite of your regular regiment can change the course of just, just a whole, it can change the course of your business, of your income, of just so many things that you set for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, that's awesome that you really analyze you know, how you just had, you couldn't be afraid to network. That's just the thing about life. You just can't avoid people. And I know that's something I struggle with. Like I know my comfort zone is talking to people in church or, you know, anything, any kind of, I guess, like I said, just pretty much a church or if it's a coworker or family, obviously I'm comfortable in those environments, like work environments and church Mm -hmm. and family. Those are my three areas that I'm close to just socializing with anyone. But if you take me out of that, even with all of my experience in journalism, even with um, 
just my personality, you would think I wouldn't have those fears, but I do because mm-hmm. I'm always that person that don't like to bother people and I don't want to feel like I'm bothering anybody. So that was always hard for me to literally just go up to a stranger or somehow, you know, market myself to where somebody would even want to come up to me. Like I just struggled with that for a while. And that's something that I'm still getting better at. But I think that, like you said, as time goes on, you got to really, you got to say, okay, if I really want to get these clients, like what I'm going to say, I can't be an introvert. I can't just keep right. my personality myself. I got to know how to talk to people because you can't avoid people. No matter how crazy people are, no matter how you know <laughs> big in, in this area or in this profession that they are, you know, and also realizing that whatever this person that you really want to talk to or the person you want to network also never put them so much over you always look at what you bring to the table and say, look, I bring enough to the table that they should be just as happy to talk to me as I am them. You know, don't, Mm -hmm. don't put yourself too much separated from them because it, it takes away that human factor. And then it allows you to be a little bit more, more confident in yourself when you know what I mean you know that you have just as good of skills as they do you know what I mean absolutely absolutely another topic but obviously no 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 that's that's definitely on topic you know having confidence in yourself and knowing who you are really speaks value volumes and it helps you when you're in those networking situations that's why you know one of the three phrases that we take all our clients through through is to discover, define, and live your truth. And that first phase is discovering your truth, which means to become aware of who you really are. Because once you know who you are, you know, you know your worth, right? You know, like you say, you know what you're bringing to the table. So it's just easy, easier to talk to people right. that's outside of your, outside of your normal network of people that you normally talk to so right right that's good that's good so um another thing i want to go on in this discussion of of procrastination being a dream killer is just analyzing and um how we can avoid the distractions that suck the attention away from our dreams. Cause you talked about attention and how you really just may not be interested in what it is that mm-hmm. you kind of want to do, but are you really interested in it? Have you allowed your, have you found something about this that allows you, that makes you happy enough to where you shouldn't even have an issue with distractions. You know what I mean? So yeah. how do you, what, what are some of the tips that you would give women or not men or anybody out there as far as kind of analyzing how to avoid those distractions that are really completely turning our attention away from what we're really trying to do and achieve? I think the best way to analyze the distraction is to just, first off, ask yourself this simple question. Why am I easily distracted when it comes to chasing my dreams? Mm, Ask yourself that question and really be truthful with the answer. Because the common answer, we're going to go back to fear. Fear is is a major factor. It's a major key. Because it's always lurking in the shadows, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and when we're distracted, it's because we're just, you know, either fearful of success, we're fearful of being rejected, you know, with fear of failure, whatever it is, fear is usually the bottom line. And in order to move past that fear, the best thing to do is to acknowledge it, acknowledge the fact that you, you know, you're fearful of something Mm -hmm. and then just write out the worst case scenario. Mm, Take 
Yeah, take a moment. Write out what's the worst that could happen if you were to move past fear and take action. That simple exercise will really help you to put things into perspective so you can get back on track and move forward. Right. And I know for me personally, a lot of my distractions are driven off of the entertainment of social media, the entertainment of mm-hmm. um, just watching my favorite show, catching up, you know, binge watching a show on Netflix. Like they, I think that I've, I've literally kind of attracted more distractions than I have, you know, other tools to how to make, take myself to the next level. And I think that most, a lot of people do that. We, 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 yep. keep more we accrue more habits that would literally take us away from our goals than we do actually more skills that's going to actually put us to the mm-hmm. next level mm-hmm. so you really you have to analyze like how many habits have i added on in 2016 2015 that mm-hmm. has carried on now in 2017 so now 2017 just looks like all the other years before and now i'm just in this cycle that i can't get out of so those distractions i even had a vlog about this um, about how these distractions literally, they won't even make you feel good about yourself. Because when you know you got purpose on your life and you know that there's a reason, like you have a calling, like a lot of people don't dis- discover that right away. But when God has allowed you to really have a clear view of what it is that he's trying mm-hmm. to get out of you, mm-hmm. and you sit on that and you just, you just choose to procrastinate, you choose to be lazy. It's like, you're gonna, you're not ever going to feel good about that. Like you can still put things off, but you're never going to be happy just allowing yourself to just sit around and just be okay with just mediocrity and just not really um allowing yourself to see the results that you should be that you should uh, allow yourself to see it at this point mm-hmm. because a lot of times we just we know our potential but we just don't want to we know that if we really gave it our all that it's going to require sacrifice of those distractions and it's going to require us to probably lose some friends. So, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's going to be a lot of sacrifices that we're going to have to go through. That's really going to put us, you know, going to take away the entertainment, I guess you can say. And and like I said before, the bigger the sacrifice, the bigger the reward. Oh yeah. yeah. Take that into consideration. Yeah. Oh yeah. The biggest sacrifice, bigger the reward. And also when you sacrifice, it's like, you you don't even feel it as a loss because when you gain all that comes with it, it's like, man, I'm I'm glad I let that thing go. (laughs) You know, just like we get glad when we let people go and we feel like (laughs) absolutely see our life without them. You know how it is with women, you know, Mm -hmm. we date a man and we, that first breakup, it's like, you just, you don't imagine life without that person. Right. Your your whole world ends. Exactly. (laughs) And give it a, give it a month. Just allow yourself time to heal and look at you Mm -hmm. living, breathing, look at you moving on and getting past it. So you definitely brought up some good solutions on that. I love how you said, write it down and really say, okay, what's the worst that can happen? How, what am I really losing by letting my fears go? And, you know, and I think that's what we got to ask ourselves that question. If, if I really put these distractions to the side, how much would I actually gain and how much would I lose? And obviously the lose side would be completely empty. And then the gain would be in, a lot, you know, and you wouldn't even miss half of the things that you prided yourself on being addicted to, you know, because all of these are addictions. Um, so definitely um, wrapping this discussion up, uh, last thing I want to analyze when it comes to the, to procrastination is how procrastination in school, and I know for me personally in college, 
can produce the greatest lessons on how to avoid those mistakes in your professional career. Because for me, I feel like school is the real, I think, eye-opener of if you are a chronic procrastinator. <laughs> like, <laughs> I probably was like, I probably thought I procrastinated a lot, but when I went to college and I realized, okay, now I'm failing classes. Now I'm literally, there's money involved. There's my life on my degree on the line. There's me staying here another year. There's, there's mm-hmm. so much on the line and it's, it's literally teaches you lessons. Like you got to get your life together. And, mm-hmm. and when you're in college in that moment, in that zone, you feel like this is, this is all, this is your, this is your life. There's no other, you, you can't even really see the big future. All you worried about is right now. I got to get this degree. That degree is everything to you in, in those four or five years that you're in college. So, I mean, for you personally, um, how do you feel like school teaches those lessons to kind of, shine that light that you really are way more of a procrastinator than you thought (laughs) (laughs) well let me just say that um procrastinating in school is probably one of the best times to procrastinate oh yeah exactly get it all out (laughs) yeah because when you in the real world you know you you have you may have people that are that will be indirectly affected right actions you know especially if you have you know family husband and kids and things of that nature right um but there's definitely many lessons to learn from, you know, the whole procrastination experience. And one of the lessons that we can pull from it is that it really teaches you how to determine what's important, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're struggling to do something, then obviously it may not be that important to you. So you right. need to go back to the why. Why am I doing this in the first place? Because it's going to be your passion that's going to move you past the, procra- the procrastination. That's good. Um, another lesson that we can pull from it is how to actually handle fear. Now, fear is huge because I know people may try to figure, may try to um, figure out how to eliminate fear, but in, in actuality, you can't eliminate fear. Fear is going to always be there. So, with through procrastination, you learn how to handle it because it's always going to be a part of your personal and professional life and getting into the habit of addressing it while you're in school it's going to you know transfer over into your professional life when you're out of school or whatever so fear is not going to keep you stagnant and um the last lesson i would like to to discuss as it as it relates to procrastination is that you know Procrastination would definitely teach you what it feels like to miss out on an amazing opportunity, right? (laughs) We can go home there. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Yes, because when you miss out on an amazing opportunity, what you're going to do, you're going to beat yourself up over it. Mm -hmm. And then as times go on, you're going to ask yourself. And guess what? You're going to see other people winning. Yeah. With, with, with the same opportunity that you have. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So experience, yeah, so experience is the best teacher. So the next time opportunity presents itself, mm-hmm. you're going to be less likely to procrastinate because you're going to think back to the last time you let a door close before trying to walk through it. So yeah. you, you, you literally struck a nerve there because when, when I was, you know, in college, um, getting my BA in, in, in broadcast journalism, um, BS, I'm talking BA, BS in broadcast journalism. I, um, 
I really watched, and, and this is nothing, that's nothing but a God moment of God allowing you to see other people mm-hmm. win and other people kind of step over you while you literally sit on your purpose. They're going to literally step over mm-hmm. you and take the job that probably was meant for you if yep. you could push yourself a little bit harder. So I literally watched people in that process of getting my degree, literally get callbacks from jobs, literally um, get all these internships, literally get all of these opportunities, just filling their resumes and stuff. And I didn't really see the light until like my senior year. You had people that were putting, getting their resume like ready and and done freshman year, just so focused, so driven. Mm -hmm. And it just really allowed me to analyze like, if I'm doing this now in my, you know, in my graduate, in my undergraduate career, mm-hmm. what, how am I going to handle even the field that I'm claiming that I want to be in? Like, this is journalism, for Christ's sakes. Like, this is, this is something that you can't just sit around and let distractions take you because you won't even have a job, you know? Absolutely. It's a fast-paced field. You're in news. You're constantly writing. You're constantly on the field. You're constantly recording. So there's no room for mediocrity. There's no room for procrastination to take over or you just this is not the feel for you so I had to take a step sit back and like okay I may actually be somewhat good in this field but if I'm not consistent when it comes to my delivery when it comes to me going above and beyond to make myself more marketable as far as a job wanting to hire me like mm-hmm. I literally looked at people you know doing the doggone thing and getting all these acceptances and and, and what's crazy is they did it so much that their peers and their classmates, they already knew. They knew they was getting a job right away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, because you yeah. set that value on yourself. Not people around you. It's like anybody would be crazy to not hire you. You mm-hmm. set that standard for yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I just think that when you kind of have to, when you kind of have to see other people winning more than you, you, it may feel emotional. It may be frustrating. You may feel like, dang God, you forgot about me, but you really got to say, wait, 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 before you start arguing at God, there was so many missed opportunities that you, that was right in your face. You know, so many resources you had Mm -hmm. access to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you just allowed it to because you just had to go to that party or just because you had to do something that was non-related to the real goal. And then you look back and you get older and guess what? Your interest trains. Now I don't party anymore. <laughs> I don't do any of the things that was taking my attention right. from my dreams. I don't do none of that stuff no more. Mm-hmm. But because I was so into it then, it stopped a lot of the opportunities that I could have been into now. So it's not necessarily about beating too much open yourself. It's about saying, hey, if I can learn that lesson in college, you know, I know I can pass that knowledge on to somebody else, just like I'm doing on this podcast. Absolutely. that I'll know in my professional career, there's no room for it. Like, I won't even have any money in my bank account to, you know, to, to have for myself if I had that attitude all the time, you know? Absolutely. And I think that if I can't do it in my professional career, how am I going to do it in my real purpose? Because we all have our, you know, our, our jobs that we clock into just to save and, you know, keep food on the table. Absolutely. We have the big goal, you know, the big, the big thing that we know that it's going to take a little bit more work. So how is that going to get off the ground if, if I don't get my act together? So I know I said a mouthful, but I'm sure you have a little bit more to add to this before we close. Yeah, absolutely. And then also, 
for for me, you know, taking risk and walking through that door became addictive. So once you do it the first time and you see how you progress and, and how your life changes, then you're going to be ready and just waiting for the next opportunity. You're going to start, you know, making opportunities, you know, for you to uh, for you to, to take upon and things of that nature. So it really just the more you do, the more action you take, the more your confidence builds. And when yeah. your confidence builds, then it, there's so much that that you can do. And I think with maturity, you know, it's also yeah. what, what helps you to, to even realize that, okay, I am a procrastinator. You know, while you was in school and this is something that I need to work on now before I go into the real world. Because it's not just on the career side, but also on the personal side as well. Because there are people who don't travel 10 miles down the street. Right out on seeing this big gigantic world, so it can right. be something as as small right. as traveling to the next day, or you know, living in your purpose, or even changing careers. You know, right. because when you don't um, take the opportunity to to cash in on what's in front of you, then that's when you stay stagnant, you stay the same, and now what? You probably you know fall into depression and things of that nature because you're not doing what it is that you should be doing which is the yeah. calling that God has on your life so yeah you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cool so you you definitely you we brought it home I, I love everything you said about just fear and just really analyzing you know what is it going to take for you to get your confidence to the level it needs to be and like you said traveling more because you can't just be in your hometown hoping that you get all the insight you need sometimes you right. gotta be out you gotta be out of your culture you gotta be mm -hmm. out of the same mm -hmm. people you've seen since middle school high school like you gotta be around some bosses you gotta be around bosses from different walks of life mm -hmm. and, and just seeing how they move and be around people who are like-minded people who want Absolutely. the same things that that you do if you walking around with people who don't want nothing for themselves and they procrastinate just as much as you do, then that's just not the right circle to be in. So you don't have yep. nobody pushing you. You don't have nobody giving you tough love, mm. you know? And, and I just think that really ultimately as we close this gold digging series, I hope really people really walk, walk away learning that, you know, that goals you have to dig for them. They're just sometimes they don't always just fall in your lap and, the achievement of them don't really fall in your lap and you just because that's how I've always been I'm like I mean I have all this potential I have all this purpose but I just want somebody to discover me or I just want you know what I mean I just want this random person to just say hey I'm gonna bless you with this amount of money like sometimes we just want this quick miracle but it doesn't work like that sometimes nope. the real blessing is in the journey of you working absolutely that you want so um any final remarks you have for the listeners before we go um, absolutely. I, if, if the listeners don't take anything else for everything that we said tonight, because, you know, we, like you said, we, we said a mouthful. I just want every, each and every one of your listeners to know that they are enough and their truth is beautiful. That's good. Period. <laughs> That's good. So tell people where they can follow you. Sure. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Assistus Truth. And you can follow me on Snapchat at Lakeisha, Lakeisha Marie. And you can check us out more at our website at assistustruth.com.
Yes, and they have a dope, dope business. They just started already getting clients. So I hope all my listeners, if you really need any guidance or if you need someone to really coach you, you see how good she is. She's already coaching. (laughs) So if you need some guidance, if you need somebody to really kind of push you to the next level, and obviously we're talking about procrastination. So that's what life coaches are for. They're there to help us get out of our lazy rut and really go to the next level, you know, not just talk about it, be about it. So if you can do just like what Lakeisha did is take what whatever wasn't working in 2016 and you still got time left we're only about to be in the month of may so you still got time left to get those goals off the ground make sure that whatever's been sitting and dormant in a grave you know it's time to resurrect those things take them out and really analyze what is stopping you and what you need to do different in order to get those things achieved so i hope that i filled you guys cups tonight and or today or whatever time you're listening to this podcast on this friday and share this make sure you tell a friend because we're definitely going into a whole new level in the month of may so hopefully you guys enjoyed today's podcast and i'm so glad you came lakeisha i'm just i'm excited this was a thank good, you so much hopefully we have many more <laughs> absolutely <laughs> all right guys thank you for joining us for another episode of fill the cup podcast have a great friday